Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, brand new I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. We're talking about pimping Rick Bettino's downfall, a whole bunch of sick fucks of the week, and celebrating your favorite stick man's stick man, Hugh Hefner. Stay tuned, all new I Am Rappaport stereo podcast coming at you now. Football season is underway, okay, and it's not too late to get in the action. This Sunday, DraftKings is hosting the $100,000 contest that is totally free. At DraftKings, there's so many ways to play. Choose between public contests with big cash prizes or private contests with a group of your friends, and you'll never burn out on the waiver wire. You never get bored because you get a new team every week. That's the beauty of one-week fantasy football at DraftKings. DraftKings also has beginner and casual contests where you'll play against people of similar skill level. Play your friends, play your family. If you want to be the best, you got to play with the best. If you want to play with the best, you got to listen to the Fantasy Football Follies. You got to sign up this weekend for your chance, your piece of $100,000 in total prizes this Sunday. Okay, use the promo code RAPAPORT to compete for the money, 100 k in total prizes. The contest is totally free. Why wouldn't you try it? DraftKings is the game inside the game. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right. One, two, three. In the place to be. It is G. Moody. And I am Mike Rappy. And this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the gloom tomb. We're bringing it back to basics this week. 
We're going hard body karate, raw dog without a bag. Ain't no fact checking. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm here with the 2015-2016 podcast co-host of the year, G. Moody. Last name rhymes with duty. Yep. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo. I got to say this right off the top. At the time of the recording of this brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, which of course is a culture of winning, has two, two podcasts in the top ten. Uh-huh. This I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast and the Fantasy Football Follies are both in the top 10 of the sports and recreation category. I just saw that right before we started recording. So I just got to tell all the people listening how much I appreciate it. I know I could speak on behalf of G Monetti yep. and, and the Dust Brothers, the best producers in the business, Jordan Winters and Miles Davis. That we always text it to each other. We never take it for granted. We love it. We do this podcast yep. for the people. If you're a new listener to the show, quick backstory. Me and G Monetti, always ready, have been friends. We've been rocking offline since 1982. And now we created the worldwide phenomenon. And I'm not surprised that we got two in the top ten, but I am humble about it. Yes, yes. I mean, the Fantasy Football Follies is the best fantasy football podcast in the business. And I'll tell you why, motherfuckers. Listen, whether you're into fantasy football or not, check this out. The co-captain of the Fantasy Football Follies, my man Tommy G, last yep. week, he won $183,000 on DraftKings. The guy that's giving the information, the true blue gold, the diamonds, won $183,000 on DraftKings in week three with the exact Dang. same information, the exact same lineups that he broke down on last week's Fantasy Football Follies. Me, the gringo man, Dingo, you know I don't take myself seriously. You know I do it for the honey, not for the money. Right. I won two qualifying tournaments. Okay, and the goal for me personally is they have a king of the beach tournament. Okay, that's where all the people who've qualified and qualified, they get there, they play for the big money. Okay? Yeah. It's down in Florida or the Bahamas. They have a few of them. I'm planning on making it into one of the King of the Beach tournaments, and I'm just telling DraftKings, get the banana hammocks ready. Get the banana (laughs) hammocks ready, because if I come down there to compete for that real money, I'm wearing a banana hammock. Get the customized I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast slash Fantasy Football Banana Hammocks ready for the whole crew. We're getting off the plane with the banana hammocks. So I just wanted to let the people know how much I appreciate the support, rate, review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles, turn the music on. Let me, let me, yes. let me get something slow and sexy because... We lost we lost one of the great business minds, totally original, unique. Many people would consider your favorite stick man's favorite stick man. Yeah. The great Hugh Hefner passed away. Um, 
What can I say? Yeah. We could state the obvious. The guy, consummate stick man. Man. He created, he, he sort of created the business mold of the stick man lifestyle. Created Playboy yeah. magazine. Made billions off of it. Fantastic partier. Fantastic coxman. Yeah. One of a kind stick man. Bachelor, yeah. playboy, extraordinaire. Hugh Hefner, the great Hugh Hefner. And, and and the crazy thing about it is you 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 know, we can, you know, imagine all the things he did in the parties and the movie nights with all the Playboy bunnies for years. Yeah. And Decades. how he how he how he brought other stickmen under his wing. He saw the greatness of a young Jack Nicholson. He had yeah. him at the parties. Yep. He saw the greatness of a young Warren Beatty. He said, come mm. with me. He wasn't cock-blocking other great young stickmen. Nope. Which is the sign of a great stickman. He was geeking for decades. Decades. Lived a great Everybody. life. Of course, you know, he, he, he bred other stickmen. He, he didn't keep it all to himself. He saw the yeah. greatness in other potential stickmen. Other great coxmen, and he let them skeet. Yeah. Skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> so you yep. Hefner passed away. Again, your favorite stick man's favorite nope. stick man. He's not a first ballot Hall of Fame. He don't he just go right in. There's no wait period. No, no, no. You know what? He's not he, he like matter of fact, the stick man Hall of Fame should be named after him. When you think yeah. about it, he, he he's in a different level because he created a whole lifestyle. Yeah, he originated, so he has a building named after him. Yeah, yeah, he's beyond just a guy that could be ranked and, yeah. and broken down. The, 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 the guy, he's part of the culture, the fabric of everything good, everything special. Respectful. Everything yeah. respectful. That's right, G. Monetti. Everything respectful about a great stick man. Listen, anybody could be an irresponsible, degenerate scumbag. That's not <laughs> what a stick man is. A stick yep. man does it with class. A stick man does it with a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah. And, and, and Hugh Hefner, he's one of the best. You're listening to Capers 32, episode 28. This track is called Stick Man. I want to give a shout out to all the stick men in the world right now holding it down out there. Michael Rappaport, G. Moody, Gerald Moody, bless this beat. It's called Ballin'. Yeah. Go check out his SoundCloud. Because I'm a stick man. Moody Beats. Yeah. My name is Caper Lucero. I'm a stick man. You know that I got some shit planned. Fired a J-O-B, but that don't mean I'm shit can. Most of the ladies notice I got some big hands. Where them chicks at? I'm posted up like a kickstand. Looking for a big rack to show off my latest trophies. Hard body karate. These hotties just want to know me. Whether it's a hobby lobby or if I'm just getting groceries. Mind fucking with my eyes. Trying to get them to approach me. You don't know me. But if you're ever feeling lonely, tell your friends to get with my friends and we can all be homies. Let me be blunt. I get hungry when I I smoke weed, we can make cheese sticks, my loaf and your roasty. Show me you go the distance, I've been known to run miles. Netflix and chill, I'm free for a month trial. I look young and I'm hung, ladies love my dumb smile. Let's make a love child, my fuck style is buck wild. Stick man, yeah, cause I'm a stick man, yeah. 
Cause I'm a stick man. Speaking of stick men, let's just stay on this for a minute. Because we got so much to talk about. So. We have to consider potential stick man of the year, Scott Disick. Now, Why? He, well, well, if you look at what's going on in the tabloids and who he's with, he's now with this 19-year-old model who I believe is uh, uh, Lionel Richie's daughter. Dang. He's been with actresses this year, other models, other starlets. He's getting it in. He's low-key. And he's potentially on his way to being most improved stick man of the year. And you say, well, what do you mean improved? Because yeah. it's, a, it's a thin line between stick man and scumbag. Just like it's a thin line between love and hate. <laughs> it's a thin line between stick man and scumbag. But I, That's think, true. I think Scott Disick has finally figured it out. Real stick men move in silence. Real stick men move in, in a classy way. Like I was just talking about the great Hugh Hefner. And I'm not going to jump the gun, and I'm not going to speak on it too soon, but I really think that Scott Disick has found his way mm. in this world, and he potentially will go down as most improved stick man of the year. Um, oh. Again, staying That's in good. the world of great stick men, Mm-hmm. Rick Flair, wrestler, who just had a really, really scary health crisis. Yeah. Apparently, he's on his way to a full recovery. WWE uh, legend. Shout out to Rick. Shout out to shout out to Rick. I hope he continues to get healthy. Very influential in, in, in as a wrestler and as a personality, as a sports personality. I know there's a a, a documentary coming up uh, on him, a thirty for thirty documentary. Although I'm not giving love to ESPN, I- I'm explain that later. Probably not in this episode, but ESPN, oh, they're dead to me. That. They're dead to me. <laughs> they're dead to me. I'm gonna shut them okay. down. I'm gonna shut them down. Not on this episode, but I'm gonna shut them down. I'm gonna name names too. I'm not gonna do it today. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna name oh. names. And you know it oh, all started need- from Fat Tubby Dan Lebetard, but they're spiraling out of control. Yeah, we need a diss track for that. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. Hell Hell yes. We're going to make up something real nice for ESPN. I'm going to drag motherfuckers through the dust fields for that. Oh. I'm going to ask you to make me something real nice for that, and it ain't going to be that Willie Hutch. No, 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 no. 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 It's going to be- Fresh and new. It's going to be something new, something funky. It's going to have a little bit more kick to it. Uh. Yes. Um, But Ric Flair claimed- in a post uh, post recovery interview, that he slept with ten thousand women during his career, skeet, oh. skeet, 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 skeet. Ten thousand yeah. women is 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 up there with what the great Will Chamberlain what? claimed. Yeah, people are still baffling. Mathematicians are still trying to see if it was mathematically possible. Obviously, uh, you know the number that Will Chamberlain claimed. He said he was with 20,000 women. The, the great Ron Jeremy, former porn star um, and, and definitely porn star icon, he chimed in on the Ric Flair claim of 10,000 women. And Ron, Big Ron, as they call him, said from a mathematical standpoint, that's nearly impossible. Quote, unquote, he'd have to be sticking broads all day, every day. 10,000 women, that's a lot of fucking. Yeah. 
Um, but if Ric Flair is saying he did that and he was with 10,000 women, if it's not 10,000, let's say it's 5,000. Do the Ric Flair noise. I can't do it. Woo! <laughs> if he was with 5,000 women, woo! That's impressive. But yo, 5,000. Uh, yo, 5,000 is a lot in itself, man. Yo, I don't know why cats try to put numbers on shit. Yo, just say you were skeeting big time. That's it, man. No, you don't got to put a number on it. Very, very good suggestion. <laughs> very good suggestion. Listen, if you if you put it down, just say, say it again, G. I, I was skeeting. I was skeeting big time. Uh, and we get it. There's no need for a number uh, 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 like you was counting and shit. Right. No need for that. We get it. All you got to do is say, I was skeeting, I was freaking off, real lovely, real proper. Yeah. And, and, and we get it. We get it. Because when you put the numbers to it, then the mathematicians get in there and the scientists get in there. And then it, it raises debate and claims. And then they're trying to debunk what you did. And they're trying to question whether your fuck style is actually buck wild. I think it's a very, very, very good suggestion. Um, this is... This isn't a stick man conversation, and, th- and this isn't a sick fuck conversation, but it's somewhere in between. It's a good segue. Okay. Um, very sad, but a, a, a man and a woman, a husband and wife, they went to a swingers party. They have these actual swingers party where you you go in there with your wife or your loved one, and, and you pass them off. And men could be with other women. Women could be with other men. I can never do no shit like that. Yeah, that's... That's, and then how do you do that and then like go to see like Finding Nemo? <laughs> well, what's the ride like in the car? Like, like and, and she get passed to some Terry Crews looking motherfucker. And then they're like, oh, so how was your night? <laughs> and you know, you see money waxing that ass and you'd be like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, because you, be, you, you, you know money's going to do better than you just because of the shit. And you're, you're like, everybody's going to look better than you are just because they're hyped to do it. If it, you're with your wife and you've been with them 10 years, of course, the next man is going to be hyped. And then he sees you there. So he's looking like, yo, I, I could never do that. I, my, my wife had to take the bus home. I, I, I ain't looking at you in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Well, this situation went awry. It went really awry. A man and a woman went to a uh, swingers party. Um, The woman saw her husband consensually having sex with another woman or two because it gets down like that. I've never been. I've heard about these. I have a good friend who I'll not name on this podcast who freaks off at these places. Um, But the woman got freaked out by it. She then attacked her husband with her car and the woman that he was freaking off with with her car, trying to run him over. Oh, yeah. That shit is traumatic, man. <laughs> you, think, you think shit is all sweet until you get in there and then you see all kind of shit. And then you're like, yo, yo, it's crazy, man. I, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, that's wild. Um, there's a couple, this is in the same area of what we were talking about. A couple is claiming Melanie and Scott McClure from Texas are saying they could have orgasms for 18 hours and they can give each other orgasm. First of all, 
why would you want to have an orgasm for 18 hours? <laughs> I don't want to do anything for 18 hours. I don't even want to sleep for 18 hours. Right. And then they're saying they could give each other orgasms just from hugging. Now, I don't know what kind of shit you guys are taking or what you're on. But again, why, why, are you, why are you sharing this with people? Even, I know this shit ain't real, number one. Number two, like, 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 like G. Monetti just said about in regards to Ric Flair. Just say you skied off. Just say me and my wife, we, we freak off. Right. No details, man. No one needs to know all that. We're, everybody's old. We're adults. <laughs> Motherfuckers putting numbers on shit. You ain't impressing nobody, Duke, with all that old bullshit. <laughs> all right, so the people have asked for this. The people have waited patiently for us to chime in on it. Okay. It looks like the end of Pimp and Rick. Pimp and Rick Patino. <laughs> the feds are involved. A boatload, a cast of other NCAA coaches were under federal investigation. Yep. Wiretapping. Money has been changed. Conspiracy. There's going to be some basketball coaches in jail, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, 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 the biggest name in it is Pippin Rick Patino. We talked about Pimpin' Rick before. Rick Patino is a basketball coach, Hall of Fame basketball coach. Uh, I think I think they should take him out of the fucking hall based on his behavior. Come on, come on. It's, it's this is a look. Look, look at the track record. First, first, he was naked in a restaurant, hitting hit. He hit a woman raw. They got pregnant. When, when you say hit, when you say hit, clarify because because gee, there's there's so many new listeners. It's like we have to assume there's like literally because we thousands. shot to the top of the charts, thousands, thousands of new listeners. So so some people might not be with the uh, the done language. So when you say a word like hit a girl raw, they might think you mean physically. But what you do, what you actually mean is that Rick Bettina, while he was married, was having extramarital affair with a woman who was extorting him. But right? That's the but he was having extramarital affairs, raw dog without a bag. That's the word yeah. that G Monetti meant to clarify. <laughs> raw right. dog without a bag means that he was skeeting. <laughs> raw dog, he got the girl pregnant while yeah. he was married, while he was the head coach of probably the most, one of the top five most illustrious basketball programs in the history of the NCAA. That's and, one thing. What else, Mr. And, Moody? Please, sorry. And, and he didn't get fired for that. So now the second incident is prostitutes in the dorms for the new recruits that were coming to the school. Meaning, claimed, meaning if you're going to the school, you're in high school, you're 17, 18 years old, you're a big-time college basketball player, we want you to come to the school so bad, we're going to send over two to three paid jump-offs. Uh to your teenage son. Yes. And he claimed he didn't know anything. But when they win, he's like, I run a tight ship. I know everything that's going on. They, they don't go to class. I'm on their ass. But that's not the case. Now, number three is all this fraud shit. So his white privilege had ran out. They couldn't do it anymore. So he had to be canned. But. I see a I may see a Wonder Bread bag in his future. Mm. <laughs> wow. 
I, I didn't I didn't see that coming. You see a Wonder Bread bag coming for the great Rick Pitino. Please explain. Uh, when the chips fall, they will be at his feet. That's what I say. And he did a lot of grimy shit over the years and got away. And, and now karma is coming back. And now, yo, what's going to happen? It's a lot of bullshit. A lot of cats going to go to jail off this, man. Yeah, a lot of people are going to go to jail. Um, yeah, he, it's he's involving not sneaker away. companies and yep. and and you know like these they they call them runners that are people that work for they're sort of middlemen so they're not tied to the NCAA and they'll say oh if you get player J to come here we'll give him this amount of money and yep. it, and the feds were involved it's like some real yep. good fellas uh, uh you know Ex- mob shit exactly so you know like like fucking Marlon Brando you know like. Oh, Patino had his hand in a lot of things, man. Like Calipari is fucking shitting in his boots now because he knows Patino got pinched. So, you know, he's like, oh, fuck, man. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, if they got Ricky, listen, if they got Ricky, who the fuck knows what they got on me? I mean, are we being fucking taped here? You're never going to see a college basketball coach speak on a cell phone or a landline ever again. Ever. 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 Yo. They're going to be, yo, college basketball coaches, they, they, they shouldn't even own phones. Yep. They're yep. probably Cal- all like, what the fuck? John Calipari's like, holy shit, listen, they got fucking Rick. Listen, I know he's a fucking scumbag, okay? <laughs> but who among us, you know, hasn't seen a couple of whores? You know, I want this recruit. He's from Cincinnati, 6'10", 220 pounds. I send over a couple of broads. <laughs> And I send over a pair of sneakers, and maybe, maybe not. Who's saying? I'm not confirming or denying, but in the sneakers, oh, there's five, ten thousand dollars of cash in each sneaker. I don't know. These things happen, but now they're gonna fucking lock up Rick. Again, yeah. I don't like Rick. He's a fucking cocksucker. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. <laughs> they got fucking Chucky Person. They got Rick Patino. Who the fuck knows? They might be coming after me, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. You gotta lay low with the recruits, man. Yeah, we got to lay low. Stay off the fucking phone. It's like the opening line of Goodfellas uh, when they when they went over to Pauly. Yep. Stay off the fucking phone. Didn't I tell yeah. you about the fucking phone? P- Rare. That's what they tell that's what they tell him Rick Patino. Didn't I tell you about the fucking phone? <laughs> come here. Come here. You fuck come here, you cocksucker. Come, didn't I fucking tell you about the phone? He goes, I, "I'm just worrying about a 2-3 defense. Get the f- I don't give a fuck about your defense, Patino." <laughs> I told you stay off the fucking phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. You don't want to listen. You don't want to fucking listen. Now we got fucking pinched. Look, I got to talk to you about my guys, our friends, and mybookie.ag, the number one rated sports online action site for three straight years. You got a hunch? You know who's going to win, right? Well, put your money where your mouth is. Lay down some cash and win big today. Join thousands. And thousands of online players just like me and start betting at my bookie. Sign up, collect up to 100% bonus, and double your bankroll on the house just to begin with. Use the promo code Rappaport. Start today. You win, they pay. You're wasting time betting anywhere else. Trust me, they have in-game live betting, the most rewarding perks in the business, and an all-new, beautiful, best-in-class mobile website that makes it easy to wager on the go. It's fast and easy to use. And unlike some other websites you might find, I'm not naming names. Okay, MyBookie offers fast, no-hassle payouts when you win. Okay? Join MyBookie, match your deposit with up to 100% bonus. Use the promo code RAPAPORT. 
Visit mybookie.ag today, and you could call 844-900-BETS, 844-900-BETS to get more information. You play, you win, you get paid. Listen, whether you're an expert or a rookie, you got to check out my bookie. My book, This Book Has Balls, is available on pre-order. It comes out October 24th. You could get it at thisbookhasballs.com. You could get the book. You could get the audio book. You could get both. If you fuck with the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, you should definitely get the book, This Book Has Balls. And we're doing a live show Monday, October 30th, a live podcast and book signing. We're hanging out with the people, talking to the people at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. Get your tickets, the Tour.com. My book, This Book Has Balls, Sports Rants from the MVP of Talking Trash is available at thisbookhasballs.com. Come see us in New York City, October 30th. At the Gramercy Theater again, I am Rappaporttour.com. I am Rappaporttour.com. See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, worldwide phenomenon. Listen, we ain't getting into all the Trump shit this week. We're not getting into the. the we went so hard the other day. You know, we, we don't want to just. I mean, what more can we say about it right now? Trust me, by the. Right. But I'm sure next week there'll be a whole bunch of other shit to say about it. Uh, but there was a police chief, I'm sorry, there was a fire chief in Pittsburgh. And this isn't so much about the Trump stuff. This is just general racism 101. Right. Everybody knows about what happened with the kneeling, the not kneeling, the protests. But in Pittsburgh, you don't get more blue collar and American than go. Pittsburgh. If you don't follow the NFL, they have a very um, respected, hard-nosed, Super Bowl winning champion coach Mike Tomlin, black coach. Yeah. And and nobody loves football more than the Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I mean, their fans are hard body karate and yeah. and I by no means lump them in together. This is about the fire chief out there, Paul Smith, after the 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 Steelers protest, kneeling, whatever you want to call it. He said Mike Tomlin is nothing but an ungrateful N-word. And then he said, there, I said it. He said it on Facebook. He said, there, I said it. Like he's been yep. waiting to say it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Like like, like he was in his house like with his psychiatrist. I just want to say it. And the psychiatrist is then just, if you need to say it, if you want to say it, then just get it off your chest. And he's like, <laughs> fine. And he said, Mike Tomlin is an ungrateful n-word you did it great and he's Hooray. like i feel so much better about myself and if you see a picture of this fire chief listen he's a fire chief obviously this guy has done a lot of good in his life right but that time is over now now you're going to be known as nothing but a racist fuck he yeah. resigned from his job people called for his job i ranted and raved on video it was disgusting and and the point of it is this the thing that bothered me more than the actual N-word thing, but but I'll be honest, like the, the, the racism that's coming out of people, I'm naive. I'm stupid. I thought we were moving forward. But, you know, we're not draining the swamp. We are draining the scumbags. The scumbags yeah. are rising to the top like this Paul Smith person. Yeah. But the fact yeah. that he says an ungrateful, like Mike Tomlin, who worked his whole life to get to where he is, it's like he was touched like, like, by God, it was like a lightning strike. To become the head coach of an NFL team. Young. He was young. He was in his 30s with that. 
And then you're saying he's ungrateful. So, so if it's a white dude protesting it, let's just say Bill Belichick had a change of heart and he right. was doing it. Would he be ungrateful or would he just be someone you don't agree with? Right. Well, yeah. You know, that, that racist mind, you know, it's, it's, it's a sickness, man. You know, so it's one-sided and it's always anti-black. Black people uh, understand shit like that. We, you know, we deal with shit. But this is good that we see this, this extremism. You know what I'm saying? So you're not asleep. Now you know how these motherfuckers feel. So, yo, just just stay away from these motherfuckers. And if they try something, then, you know, defend yourself. But this is the era we in, and ain't nobody backing down. Um, The fallout continues from it. I'm not going to get into to, 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 uh, Ray Lewis. You know, he has a statue. Ray Lewis is a, is a Hall of Fame football player, played for the Baltimore Ravens. Very charismatic, very sort of controversial Life, all this stuff, I don't, but there's 25,000 people because he was part of the kneeling, not kneeling. Black community is on his ass. The white community is on his ass. 25,000 people, um, you he know, signed Kaepernick. A, say it again. He was anti Kaepernick when Kaepernick was doing that. He said, I would never kneel, I would never do anything like that. And then he got put into the coon status in black America for that, right? So now when he was on the floor, with two knees, now it's like, oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? So that that's why they they you know, that's one of the reasons why they like, yo, fuck this dude. Cause when Kaepernick was doing it, you was on TV talking like, yo, I would never do that against this dude. Now the whole league doing it, and now you come back. So but he come said on, man. he put two knees, like his reason for putting two knees was because he wasn't kneeling, he was praying. I don't even want to get too deep into it, G. I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. but, but 25,000 people signed a thing to remove his statue. He has a statue outside of the, 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 uh, the arena. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. We don't fact check at the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast where the Ravens play. Yeah. Um, and the Delaney Walker, love him as a football player. Love him as a fantasy football player. He came out and said, cause a bunch of people, not even a bunch, it's a small amount. A small amount of people saying they're never going to watch games again. They're never going to go to games again. And Delaney Walker said, bye. And I agree. Bye. Yeah. Football's yeah. going to be around longer than you motherfuckers. And then some other yeah. dumb fucks are burning yeah, their tickets. They spent their own money on season tickets and then they're burning them. And I say, why are you burning the tickets, man? Send me the fucking seats. I want to go to the game, motherfucker. Listen, just because your dumbass doesn't want to use the tickets because you're racist and you're all fucked up in the head, do some good with the tickets. G Monetti, wouldn't you want to go see a game for free? Oh hell yeah! Why are you being it's, why are you being yo, racist and selfish? Yo, they going to the game to see the anthem. To to you going to the game? You going to the game for the sporting event to see the athletes, the black not, athletes, not, the black right. athletes that you, the, the black athletes that you love and admire. But if they don't comply to the way you think, fuck them and burn your tickets. Don't burn your tickets. Give them shits to the listeners of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We got Word. listeners all over the country. I'm sure we could have got rid of those tickets. Way right. easier. Done some good with them. Right. They're ungrateful, which is uh, uppity. That, that's what you mean. They, they're ungrateful. They should be... They, they should be so happy to play arena. in the NFL. Get the fuck out of here, man. They, these motherfuckers think they just released slaves and they're, they're giving them like million-dollar lives. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is the thinking, and this is what they put in office. So now it's all galvanized. But motherfuckers is ready out here. 
Y'all, y'all think this shit is the fifties? It's not. <laughs> um, Kylie Jenner is pregnant. Khloe Kardashian is pregnant from Tristan Thompson. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers are in deep shit. By the time the playoff comes, Khloe Kardashian will be having her baby with Tristan Thompson. Watch out. Watch out. You just acquired Dwayne Wade. I would be looking to put Tristan Thompson on the trading block because when you need him most, last year in the NBA Finals, he disappeared. What's he going to do with the whole Kardashian clan pregnant all fucked up in the game and hormonal. Last year during the finals, he disappeared. I I, I see a, a reality show coming. Oh, yeah. Here's the title. Knocked up with Tristan. Knocked up with Tristan. Neither one of them are, are married, Kylie or Chloe. And now they're saying that Caitlyn Jenner is pregnant too. Did you hear this shit? Get, get the fuck out no, of here, I'm just man. playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> So, a couple of weeks ago, we co-signed Liam Neeson. Yeah. I said that years ago. Two years ago, you challenged him to a fight. You said, Liam Neeson, you've had a great career as an action star. You're a great actor, and I respect you. But you're too damn old to be in these Taken movies. We don't believe it. I don't believe it. Yeah. And he bowed out gracefully. Well, he's back. He got offered a huge paycheck to do another movie with action in it. He's an action star and he's taking it. Money talks, bullshit walks. The retirement of Liam Neeson as an action star is done. He's back. He's back. Oh, fuck, man. So, do you have anything to say to him? I, I want to be his nemesis. I want to be, I want it to be on my turf <laughs> up here in the Bronx. Um, and I want to see how, how we can uh, work that out because I'm tired of seeing this motherfucking wrinkle motherfucking uh, doing karate and shit and, and kicking ass. I think I could kick his ass, man. I, I get it. I understand. I'm a young stud, man. You're a young what? I'm a young stud. Why? <laughs> you ready to fuck up Liam Neeson? <laughs> Re- replace these guys, man. Shit. Liam Liam trying to leave. He telling y'all, yo, yo, I, yo. It looks ridiculous on screen. Come I on. I know they don't. They don't care. They don't care. Um. Fuck. They don't care. They, they, they keep I, giving them money, man. Money walks, bullshit talks, man. I'm, try, I'm trying to tell you, man. I hear you. I'm, I'm, yo, Liam, they put your ass in a wheelchair. Fuck it, man. Fuck it. I should have brought this up during the Stickman conversation, but we'll keep it here. This has uh, 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 people confused. STD, sexually transmitted diseases, are, are up. They've risen amongst young people in this country. See, that's that Instagram free porn, Pornhub shit. See, everybody is yeah. trying to skeet off. Everybody's trying to go raw dog by like Rick Patino. And then when you catch <laughs> that good glue, you're upset about it. See, you can't be oh. out here just skeeting off and not expect to walk away unscathed. Yeah, yeah. You can't just do it. It sounds good when we say it on the podcast, raw dog without a bag. Yo, my yeah. fuck style is buck wild. But we, we, we created all this in the 80s and in the 90s, man. You're in a new generation, man. They got new, they got new germs. You can't just you catch- go raw dog without a bag and be like, yo, G Monetti and Rappaport yeah. said, yo, my fuck style is buck wild. I want to prove that my no. fuck style. Nah. No. No. No, we don't advocate that. No. 
No. No. Hold your head, Duke. Hold your head. STDs are at an all-time high here in this country, man. Shit. Ask Usher, man. Usher wilding too, man. Everybody wild. Shit, man. Uh, he need Usher need to be, you know, the next album. I, I do I do some PSA shit. Mm. Like like a, at an STD clinic. Like like I'll, I'll I'll start making appearances there and I'll start advocating safe sex and that's how you beat that shit down. <laughs> I'll be at clinics doing doing concerts. Gotta do it. Right. Where, where, where motherfuckers getting burnt. I'm ushers here. Like just just to swell that shit. Yo, I don't know how that's gonna play itself out, but the allegations keep on coming, and crooked Lisa Bloom, the attorney, is welcome to take anybody off the street and try to make a buck off them, exploit them, and then throw them to the curb. Yeah. Got guys coming out. Crazy. Damn. All right. That's terrible. We've come to the uh, the time for the award-winning segment. Miles, please cue the sick fuck of the week music. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What sick fuck? The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did what? No. 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 Yes. Yes, this is the sick fuck of the week. You know what it is. The award-winning segment. Sick fuck is, is not just for, it's not just any person. It's a sick fuck with, with a certain je ne sais quoi. That certain special, uh, how do you say, it factor. Um, first, you remember the scumbag sick fuck who shot all the people in the movie theater? Uh, the, oh. Before the Batman film, he shot them, killed 11 people, yeah. I believe. He's sentenced to life in prison. For some reason, they keep his whereabouts secret. They, they keep him protected. They use the word protected. Why do Why? you protect a piece of shit like this? Why? Why, What's when he shows up into court, isn't he beaten, bruised, and with broken limbs? Why is a piece of shit that could do something like that alive? Why is a piece of shit like that, through his whole trial, he shows up? I don't care if he's nuts. Obviously, he's like, they're like, oh, he's, he's, he's crazy. Of course he's fucking crazy. That doesn't mean he shouldn't get his fucking head. I bet you, I bet you they'll straighten him out when he's getting his fucking head kicked in a few times. Yeah. Just put him in population. You don't got to beat him. You don't got to whoop his ass in the court and all that. Just put him. He'll be somebody's girlfriend for the rest of his life. So that is, that is torture. <laughs> so that's what you got to do. And Anthony Weiner, I want to say one word to you. Mm. In the words of half, in the words of half, uh, no Jesse from the great film Penitentiary, get it fixed, mm. Mister Weiner. The next sick fuck of the week. These are sick fucks on a lamb. They haven't been found um, in California, Donnelly Park in California. This is disgusting. Um. Uh, 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 a man and a woman were out on a walk in the evening by a park. There's a pond in the park, Donnelly yeah. Park. Yeah. 
out with a couple of friends. They found some ducks, you know, ducks in a park, beautiful, friendly, harmless ducks. Right. Some sick fucks zip-tied their mouths, their beaks to their neck. Oh. Jesus. This is a sick fuck. See, again, put these people, catch them, put them in jail. Now, obviously, this isn't a person who murdered somebody. Let them have 90 days in the hooskow. Let all the boys (laughs) get a little taste of that. Right. Damn, man. It you doesn't took end. The ti- you took the time to get zip ties to zip tie a duck's mouth to its neck so it's like deformed, possibly going to die and kills it? A duck? Right. Who doesn't like ducks? <laughs> the next sick fucker this week, Donald Trump Jr. Shit. This motherfucker ditched the Secret Service so he could hunt moose. On a trip in Canada. This is a fact. This just happened a few days ago. This motherfucker didn't want any Secret Service, obviously. Right. So he could go on a moose hunting trip in Canada. Oh, you shot a moose? You're proud of that? Yeah. And and for not, I mean, it's not like it's for food. Just just think about it. We always talk about this. Think about the mindset. Yo, I'm going to go out here to kill a moose and... And, and I'm going to go kill him. And not only, yo, not only am I going to go kill him, you get a thrill from that. Like, right. yo, to go on a trip, you know, it's a pain in the ass. You get in a plane, you got to pack, you yeah. got to leave, you got to make plans. But like how, how normal people like get a thrill from like, you know, playing three on three basketball or normal. <laughs> some people like go to do yoga or other people like to knit or play yeah. chess or whatever the fuck you're into. You get a thrill from killing a moose. Yeah, where, where, where you going? Are you going on vacation? No, I'm, I'm going to kill an animal. I and, get, and not I even it. an animal that, like, that, that's not even like a hard, go, like, go chase a rabbit or some shit, catch it with your bare hands. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You, you have to really run and hustle, and that's hard. Yeah, if, yo, like, like Manute Bowl in the Sudan, they went at the lions hand to hand. If you really about that life, why don't you go to the Serengeti and go hand to hand with a lion? <laughs> That's what I want to see. Donald Trump Jr. ain't about that. Dumpy Donald Trump Jr. He ain't about that life. He sneaks up on the moose and blows its brains out, and then he he yells, Yee! "Yeah." Yeah, that, 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 he does. He does the same. He does the same noise that the great Ric Flair does when he speaks, <laughs> which is what's that noise? Woo! Yeah, that's what Donald Trump. Donald Trump Jr. gets off on shooting moose. <laughs> um, yo, I got a sick fuck, man. I got a. Oh, please, please get in there. At a tech convention in Spain, an intelligent sex doll was on display, mm. and this doll reacts to touch. And it talks. So at the end of the convention, this doll was a goo-splattered mess. Yes. Her fingers were broken. She was heavily soiled. A guy tried to drag the doll away. They treated the doll like barbarians. This, listen, this is so sick. I, I, you actually, you actually <laughs> beat me to the punch on this one. I saw the same one, G. Monetti. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that people like to have sex... With an electronic doll. 
is nuts. And then you want to physically abuse an electronic doll? Yeah. To the point that uh, they had to send the fucking doll to the repair shop? <laughs> they had broken limbs? That's, that's fucking, that's the Anthony Weiner doll. That's what's good. <laughs> he, he's going to be a sex doll. Yeah, he's in court blubbering. He don't want to go to the, uh, you don't get to choose what jail you go to, motherfucker. No. That's, yeah, the white privilege, once you get convicted, the white privilege is over. You fucked up. So now they about to send him to Brooklyn. So you about to see K. Bourne. You mm. about to see Shabazz. Mm. You about to see all them dudes mm. that you was talking greasy about. <laughs> now, now, I, if I was him, I just, as soon as they let me in the jail, if I, I just start snuffing everybody mm. until I'm fucking dead tired. Because, mm. <laughs> yo, it's, it's going to be fucked up for money, man. The movie It, you know the movie It? Mm-hmm. Came out with the clown. Oh, with the fucking balloon? Yeah. The clown's name is Pennywise. He's like a bad clown. He's, you know, dude, it's, like a, it's, a, it's like being with Jason. It's like being with Jason or Mike Myers. Well, there's a bunch of sick fucks out there that went online and posted their fantasies, their fetishes that they want Pennywise the clown. Oh. Some people say, I want, to, this is a quote. I don't like to use this kind of language on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. I don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. This one woman said, I wanted to F Pennywise since the 90s. The new <laughs> one just made it even worse for me. Oh, my God goodness pennywise accepting and encouraging your darkness he makes you feel so guilty that your mind these people are sick not only are they sick they're posting it up there listen if you got a fetish for clowns that's cool but you're basically talking about jason or michael myers or fucking freddy krueger it's a movie clown in a horror film <laughs> i don't see anybody saying they want to freak off with jason i don't know what to say about that dude Duke, uh, <laughs> more sick fucks, more sick fucks. This is probably going to go down as a sick fuck of the year, possibly the sick fuck of the decade. Shout out to my man, Loic, Frenchman Loic, and a bunch of people on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. A lot of people called for this. In, in Russia, uh, the cannibal couple, they've been what? killing innocent people, storing the bodies, and eating them. They're calling them the cannibal couple. It's a construction worker. A construction worker stumbled upon it, found remains of a woman's body, called the police. The police tracked these people down. They're called the cannibal couple. They've been eating, storing, having all sorts of parties with parts of bodies from people that they killed on their own. God. They haven't even gotten to the bottom of all the destruction, death, frozen pieces of organs, food fragments in the refrigerator. It's going all the way back to 1999. This could very well be the sick fuck of the decade, G. Monetti. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no words. I mean, I can't come behind that. There's, there's no fucking words. Um, did you hear about this, Monetti? What up? On a flight from, I believe it was Baltimore to San Fran. We don't fact check. It might have yeah. been like St. Louis to L.A. Uh, we said it once. We said it many, many, many times that 
unless you're flying coast to coast, shit could pop off. Now, I have strong feelings about this. I have no problems when people bring obedient, quiet dogs on a plane. You know, most of them, they'll, they'll get this thing called, you know, the dog makes me safe, the dog makes me feel good. I forgot the name of the term. But there was a woman on a plane. Right. There was two dogs on the plane, consented dogs. Like, they had all the paperwork. Um, yep. They, they were allowed to be on the plane. The woman said she was allergic to dogs, which I'd never heard before. I never heard of a person being allergic to dogs. They asked her to, to proof with proof because, you know, if you have serious allergies, you have an allergy certificate. Yeah. She's on a plane, I believe it was American Airlines or Delta, United, one of those Eastern Airlines, Virgin America, JetBlue. We don't fact check. Proving once again that we don't fact check. <laughs> Who cares? She was on an airline sanctioned. Yeah. There was yeah. two Why dogs on the that? flight. She said, uh, I'm allergic to these dogs. Well, if you can't prove it and the dogs are allowed to be there, and That's you can't it. prove that you're allergic to them. You got to go. Because, listen, lady, no one else is complaining. I'm trying to get to wherever the fuck I'm trying to get to. You got to get the fuck off the flight. So the yeah. marshals came on. I like them. And she's she's like, what are you doing? Why are you taking me off? She's like fighting the marshals. And some people are like, oh, the marshals acted up. I'm totally on their side. First of all, lady, crazy lady, nut job. You're allergic to dogs, which I never heard of. Could be possible. Could not be possible. Again, we don't fact check. But if you're so allergic to the dogs, why are you resisting getting off the fucking plane? Yeah. Yeah. If Cut you're so bullshit. allergic to the dogs, aren't you breaking out in hives? Right. Aren't you I in shortness want- of breath? You should be happy to get off the plane. They're going to refund right. your flight. Right. Let Instead, me get out she's of here. arguing. She's questioning. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're getting you the fuck off this plane so this motherfucking plane could land on time. And the rest right. of the people should be helping and cheering the marshals on and going, yeah, get her the fuck off, man. I got yeah. a fucking business dinner, dinner at 6 p.m. I can't deal with this shit. The ladies right. are like, what is happening? What are you doing? Leave me alone. I thought you were allergic. Get off the plane, yo. Get the fuck off the plane, lady. You're not getting yeah. any compassion here. Like I said, they coming up there to ask you first. And then physicality. Get your ass off. You got to go, lady. Get the fuck off the plane, man. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck you, is you the hope- problem? What the fuck is so hard about this? Get the fuck off the plane, lady. Were. I don't <laughs> care what the fucking, what the, what the issues is all over the news this week. And they're making it seem, and you know what, the, the, the videotape cuts on when the lady's resisting. But what about when they friendly and asked her, before they even asked, got the marshals, I guarantee you the stewardess were like, yo, can, you know, we're going to work this out. You don't want to get up. Then they send the marshals in. They probably talk nice to her. And then we got to remove you. Yeah, I'm with it. No questions asked. You got to get the fuck yeah. off the plane, crazy lady. Sorry. Yeah. You're not holding up the plane. Get the fuck out of here, man. (laughs) Finally, in Minnesota, and I'm glad this happened. At a soccer game, a topless female soccer fan was escorted out of the game in Minnesota by police and charged with indecent exposure. The woman took her her top off, exposing herself in front of a seven-year-old boy and others. Damn. Charges were pressed. 
cute looking girl. Some people would say, oh, what's the big deal? Well, what if it was a 23-year-old guy that pulled his loaf out? Word. Yeah. Yeah. You what want equal fuck? rights? What if the 23-year-old guy pulled a 17-inch loaf out in front of your fucking 7-year-old <laughs> daughter? Yeah. Like my, like my man in Mexico. <laughs> what if Rope Dick was at the game and he pulled this vile, scarred-up, duct-taped, gauze-padded, bat dick... <laughs> And they're like, oh, they should have left her alone. It's just boobies. Well, then it's just the loaf. I totally yeah. agree. Oh, man. You want I'm- equal rights. That's the way it is. If a guy exposed himself in the building, there wouldn't, it wouldn't even be in the newspaper. He'd be like, this is sick. Fu-. He'd be the sick fuck of the week. Yep. Yep. Matter of fact, I, I feel he bad is. that I didn't put her at the top of the sick fuck of the weeks. Apologies oh, to I- the listeners. <laughs> I-, I-, I have one more sick fuck for you. Uh, uh, a Canadian drunken man yeah. uh, was caught having sex with a snowman. Oh, shit. And um, he ran into the hospital. He had his, his loaf was frostbitten, and he had to lose. It got amputated, so he lost his popsicle. Damn. All right, Moody, listen, we told you we were going to go back to basics. We went back to basics. See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, the best in the business. Yo, we want that number one spot. Yep. We want that number one spot, so continue to tell a friend to tell a friend. I want that number one spot. I just want to taste it. Yes. I just want to taste it, man. I just want to taste that number one spot, man. We are going hard in the paint. Hard body karate, raw dog without a bag. It's the I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I am the gringo man dingo. Michael Rappaport, G Monetti, always ready. G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. The Dust Brothers, Miles Davis, Jordan Winter. Monetti, you got anything else to say, my man? Yeah, I want to shout out my man, Damon. Congratulations on your on your newborn. He had a, uh, a newborn, so I want to congratulate him. And follow me, Moody's Duties, Instagram. M- Moody's <laughs> Duties? That's it, man. You changed it. For, what happened to G Monetti? Uh, no, I still got G Monetti. I got this is another one. Listen, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Monday, October 30th, live from New York City, the Gramercy Theater. You know where to get the tickets. I am Tour.com. We're done. We're out. Peace. Enjoy the show. Pass it on. Peace. Pass it on. Pass it on. Peace to the fans. Peace to everybody. Safe, safe, safe day, safe weekend, safe life. And uh, that's it. We're done. <laughs>